Hey, hello, and welcome to the Walter Schmidt Show here another time. Today, with a special guest, as usually, but this man is a little bit different special. His name, Oliver Hoyas. He's an artist, but not just a artist, a very special artist. And I don't want to waste my time because, hello, first of all, Oliver, how are you? Hey, Walter, I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Cool, because I want to give right away you the time and the frame, the time frame to introduce yourself because you have a certain journey and you have a certain destination. So let us know what it is and how and where it goes. I basically call myself an aspirational artist and that came from the fact that I started working on myself very early on. So I was always interested in personal growth, in spirituality, how can I be, become better? How can I achieve my goals? How can I be fulfilled? How can I live the life of my dreams? And, and like four years ago, when I started painting, I really, it started to crystallize. I first painted to, yeah, to use it as a tool for transformation and personal growth as well, to heal my wounds. I was very, I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was very down and low. I, I was, sleeping on the floor for a while because I didn't earn any money and I wanted to always be an entrepreneur but I wasn't just ready so I had this um, quite tough experience and after that I was looking for something that you know that just the, that just makes me feel good that just basically um, I was looking for something that gives me purpose again and that's how I found painting it became it came very very um spontaneous it came natural i was not planning on on becoming an artist or a painter but on the same time i was always very creative so it came very natural and it started to build up i started to really heal myself and start to build confidence and i was also becoming more happy again and found purpose purpose and meaning again and and other than the other things i did i was always creative as I said since a kid so I was dancing singing playing theater I wanted to become an actor early on but all of those things they were they didn't stay with me something wasn't quite right also photography was something I tried and even though it was creative it wasn't yet what I was looking for mm -hmm. so that's what that was what changed when I started painting because this was something I just couldn't stop it was like, I, I just wanted to paint day and night. And that's also what I did. So I really painted day and night and started building up this portfolio in a very short amount of time. And people already started buying in the, in the first year I started, even before I started painting, because I painted actually two paintings, small ones in my school. And I was around 16 years old back then. And, and they gave me this, this wooden pieces with some color because they saw I'm very creative. And back then I didn't really see that yet. So I sold one of those pieces later on before I even started really my painting journey, mm -hmm. of course, and this motivated me to, yeah, really consider that and see, see, look deeper if this is maybe my mission and my purpose and what I was looking for. And so, yeah, from there on, it just built it up. And in 2020, August 2020, I was able to quit my job and now I'm doing this full time. Well, just for the record, uh, you live in Switzerland mm -hmm. and... 
typically those stories you hear from America, like you have been broke and you couldn't find actually the purpose and suddenly it appears and then you figured out you had it before already. But this happens not only in the States, but also in Switzerland. So this is a very good example for also for the listeners and viewers that it is not about where you live, it's about who you are and what you do with yourself and your time. And also if you let go your thoughts sometimes and just listen to your heart and your passion, that's what you obviously did. Mm -hmm. And also the journey that you went through. Many times artists, they seem to be like struggling first, pretty much uh, being hurt somehow. And that somehow ignites a fire some, somewhere, somewhere in any regards to become not only creative, but also to get going the way you really want to go without any, let's say, interruption or getting interrupted by others because you have found your way to go. Now, by saying that, what was it? What was the most difficult part in this journey in these four years that you have really faced on? Hmm, that's a very good question. So in these four years, I would say as an artist, it's usually that we, we doubt ourselves. So I was doubting myself Often I was doubting my art because for me, it comes very natural. For me, it comes, I wouldn't say easy, but nat natural is the right word. It just comes very natural for me. So in the beginning, it was hard for me to understand why does this has value for people? And, and with that, I had a lot of self-doubt and I had moments also where I was thinking about giving up. But there was the other voice that always said, no, that this is my thing. It was just, you know, so there was just a lot of, doubt and struggle and also yeah the questions if I really can make it you know if I can because there's so many artists out there and yeah and I just was never really sure if I can make it but on one point it was in 2019 that's when I really started selling my art at higher prices and I start people started recognizing my art more and I guess it just also took some time to for people to see that I'm serious because I basically came out of nothing and said that I'm an artist. I was serious. I knew that this is true, but I guess I needed to prove it to others also with, you know, the time that goes by. So people see like I stay, I stay there and I'm consistent and I'm not just somebody that says, you know, I'm an artist and then the next year I'm, I'm, I'm something else. So yeah, but this journey basically to, to also be patient was, was difficult at times. And this basically started in 2019, it started to be, to become better, um, but there were still moments of doubt, still moments where I was not really sure if if I really can make it, if this is really for me. But as you said, I had this fire in me that was just, it was bigger than the doubts. So I could go through those doubts and just keep going. And, and every time I saw people, every time I invited people and every time I showed my art, I also got a very clear feedback that my art is, you know, evokes something in people that people actually feel something and it's not, it's not, um, you know, a waste, I, a waste of time. There was a big issue as well. Like before I started making really money with my art, so started to make a living, I was very much also doubting if this is, you know, should I do that or is this a waste of time? Because I, I painted a lot. So I started piling up my paintings 
and but in the process it also got better and now looking back i see that i needed to paint so much in order to get better and in in four years i i, I didn't realize that but people started telling me that my art got so much better and people started paying more and i for me i couldn't really see that but now i understand looking back that this was all part of the process and everything that happened was perfectly right what is art for you art for me i mean art i was thinking about that a lot to be honest because there are so many different you know you can describe art in many different ways but i basically think art is everything that is created and i mean let's say like this everything can be art basically because that's basically that's also where a lot of artists get their inspiration from life from nature from normal objects that there's even an artist he he got like basketballs and put it in a in a in a box filled with some kind i, I don't think it's water it's some some kind of liquid mm -hmm. so there are three basketballs and it's art and even he he took a vacuum and a very old one and put it in a box and it is art so and some for some people this is really confusing and many people are thinking yeah what is art is this art why why is this in a museum why why is this sold for millions but i really think it's it's the imagination it's how we put things you know because as a creative person you you take normal things and you create art out of it so it doesn't need to be complicated it can be super simple as for example my paintings right this is a monochrome style which i'm really i really love that and it's very simple and i'm sure some people doubt if this is really art because it looks quite simple it's just one color but this is what we do we, we take like basic things from life and display it in in into a painting a sculpture so in my opinion art can be everything everything that basically also evokes emotions you know that has an effect on people how, how could you overcome the fear i mean as you just say as well everything can be art is is actually a question of perception as well yeah. but how did you overcome the fear to get going away and not turning around in going into another direction to let's call it take a regular job but there is something that has hold you back to go backwards uh, even though art as you say as well there's a lot of competitors well I, in a way, yes. In another way, no. Because if everything is art, it's the question of what kind of clients that you attract. But what was it that kept you going? That's a very good question. Um, I think I had, I always had this burning inside of me since I'm a kid. I, I really can remember. I, I wanted to become an actor, a singer. So I had somehow this feeling that I'm meant for something bigger. I didn't really know what, but I knew that I have a mission, I have a purpose, and I just couldn't, I couldn't stand having a job, like a normal job that for me, I'm a, I'm a purpose person, which means I need to understand why am I doing something? Mm -hmm. So what's the bigger purpose of doing this? And when I was working in a job, I was working in in Cope City. So people from Switzerland, they, they know Cope City, uh, but in the, in the clothing department. And I, I didn't understand the, the higher purpose. I understood, people told me you need to finish it to get the paper 
and to be secure, something in this direction. And I was like, this is not a bigger purpose for me. This cannot be. Life cannot be about that. So I was always looking for this bigger purpose. And that's, that's like, there was such a big ingrained belief or the, maybe it was this fire that was always looking for a bigger purpose, but this didn't let me go back to a job. And at times I needed to. And I, especially when I started painting, I can remember I got a job, but this was always with purpose because I knew I'm not doing this for a long time. I'm, I'm doing that to get to point B, you know, to build up income or whatever I needed at the time. And my last job was a, that there was a, actually that's the job I quit in August 2020. There was a personal growth company. You you know them, the Mahima mindset, right? And there was there was a job with purpose. This was like I knew why I'm doing this. I knew that I needed to grow as a person, and I wanted to be surrounded by people that are think that think bigger than me. So this was something I did for purpose. But the thought of me, you know, I also had this thought that I know that I want to do my own thing or that I want to because I think I'm just made for that that's basically that's the reason I think I'm an entrepreneur as well I'm an artist but also an entrepreneur I'm, I'm I felt like I'm made for this I was I wasn't ready before so it took me time to get there and to build the confidence and everything that I needed but I always felt that I always felt I'm an entrepreneur I'm an entrepreneurial artist basically so this is something that was just so deep that there is no way that I would have gone a different path. Very interesting, because as you mentioned, the entrepreneurial artist, I mean, to become that, was it necessary for you to also get some coaching, training and support? Exactly, yeah. So I got a lot of coaching, a lot of support in, in, the, in personal growth, but also in business, because I think this is really important. And that's also to your other question, like what's different or, or like, because I had those doubts about there are so many artists, but then I was also looking at most artists and most of them, they don't work on themselves. I mean, some do per personally, but most of them then don't work on their business. They don't learn about business. They don't learn from successful people. And, and in art and in every area of life, in every business, you need to, to learn about the business side. So when I, when I understood this, I also saw that, okay, I have an advantage to most artists and I also know that I can make it happen because I'm not, not a victim. I'm not, you know, saying that I just want to paint all the time and I need somebody that helps me selling my art. That's what most artists say. And, and so I saw that, okay, I have, I have this fire and I also, I also got the knowledge because I was willing to learn from others and to, to inv invest in myself and my know investing coaching as well yeah so obviously the coaching is a big part as well in the growth process so how important would you say is coaching in general i think it's very important uh, important because i mean you know i think earlier in 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 the early days you had role models in your family or in in the somewhere in the in the community and you had like the father role you had the the wise people, the grandfather, and they teach you about life and what's important in life, how you treat women, how you become successful, whatever, you know? So I think you always had role models, but in today's society, I've, I felt that the role models we had in school and usually also our parents are not the best role models. So we actually need to go out there and look for the 
role models that we want to learn from. And that's also something I saw in my school often. I didn't like to listen to those people because I was always thinking, so, okay, why should I listen to this person? What is this, what has this person that I want? So when you get a coach, you can find the people that have what you want, that achieved what you want to achieve and learn from them. I mean, that's, it's just, I think it's crucial. It's really important. Yeah. Very important point. Thank you very much for this point of view from your side. And actually you are not on the, on the end at all. You are going to also growing process in another one. Let's talk about that a little bit. What is the next step you are intending to do, or you are already on the, on the road to okay you mean personally or in my business in, in your my business and personality you have mentioned some things earlier before we started the, the, the interview that you were mentioning aspiration what is that what does, has that to do with with your job with your painting with your artist yeah okay um yeah like i call myself an aspiration artist as i said and basically what i want to do is yeah, use art as a tool to empower people. Because I think there are a lot of artists that are painting, they either paint their feelings and their mood, and that's all fine. I did the same in the beginning, and it was really helpful. But now moving more towards using my art, still painting authentically, that's the only thing I can do, but using it to really empower people and, and bring out art that is, yeah, creating a better world because I want to be part of the solution. And I want, as I said, I am always thinking about purpose and, and the why. So I'm really also th was thinking deeply about, you know, what's the benefit for people that acquire my art or even just look at my art. And the first thing is, of course, many, they have an emotional connection. They just feel something, but on, on, on the same point, I also really want to use it to, to empower people and give like clear, empowering inspir inspirational messages that could they could change something in their life that could you know be like a, like make a click in their mind and they're like wow i was never thinking about that and suddenly they see their everyday life differently and are happier or or like attract more abundance abundance is a big topic for me and i'm creating more and more abundance paintings in different ways like those ones for example they're also part of my abundance series mm -hmm. and and the blue one is the sapphire and the green one is the emerald. So I want to also help people to attract more abundance because I think what you surround yourself with in your home is what you see most of the time, especially now during these times, we are all the time at home and everything you see has kind of a, is, is a reminder or like evokes an emotion in you. Like if you have a messy house, that's creating mess in your mind and you create then more mess in your life, basically. So I want to really also use my art to reflect abundance and beauty, prosperity, and help people to use that also as an anchor and reminder to you know, create more of this in their life. I think it's a very important point. And as you also mentioned nowadays with the Corona situation, there are a lot of people not only stay at home, but struggling more and more. So your impact really seems to be a very important one that comes up more and more. So you reach out to more people than ever, most probably in the very near future. And that leads me also to another topic, which is the yachting. As you know, I'm the author of the book on super yacht sales. Clearly, I have seen many yachts and also the inside of yachts. And they're all of them, they have some art hanging around on the walls and everywhere. 
And I'll see a connection that is most probably very interesting, not only for you, but also for potential buyers and customers from the yachting industry, whether it's for a yacht or for their homes where they live, because they typically don't live on their yachts all the time. But that's something that you also might have an interesting and very important impact into the yachting industry. How familiar are you with the yachting industry up to now? Um, at the moment, not so much, to be honest, but I'm happy to know you because I think it's an amazing idea. And I think, yeah, that those people probably would love my paintings because it's also about, as I said, it's not just, just some kind of paintings, right? Like normal paintings that you get everywhere. It's really, they're all connected to, to, to a purpose and they all have a story and they have a meaning. And especially out of my life, what I learned and I was going like I was working on myself. So I know how important it is to, to work hard and what it takes to be successful. And, and I, I put that into my paintings and I want to honor that and I want to highlight those things with my art. And so it's not, my art is not just about, I don't know, you know, about random things. It's more, yeah, it has, it has meaning and I want to really inspire people and, and have people be inspired, motivated, empowered, and excited when they look at my art. You also mentioned the word aspiration, aspire. I mean, there are a lot of people, most people know motivation and inspiration. Mm -hmm. Now it comes aspiration. Why have you chosen aspiration? Aspiration, I mean, for me, it's, it's very much connected to inspiration. Right? It's very much, it's, it's, I mean, the difference from motivation, I think aspiration and motivation are different. Motivation is more like, a, like, let's say, like an energy kick, you know, that you get sometimes when you were at an event or you watched a video or, or you listen to music and you are motivated. But it's usually short term. Mm -hmm. And aspirational, I think this is more, it's more in a way of, like, a way of you get insights and it's more, it's it's deeper but it's not this necessarily this energy shoot you know where you're like oh now i'm so motivated and then it goes down it's more like it's more about insight it's more about emotions and feelings and things that could stay with you forever they could really impact your life and how you look at life yeah it's interesting because i used to have an interview with frank mckinney mm -hmm. who is an artist who creates arts to live in mm -hmm. and he brings out the book called aspire and it really goes together along with just your explanation and also your purpose and your meaning of what it is. It is not a short term. It's, not, it's something that once you have it, it remains for the rest of your life. And that goes into the, your paintings as well, as, as I understand that, that your paintings go exactly in that direction that they aspire so that it remains and they keep up the purpose for those who own it. And that makes it absolutely unique. I never heard that part in the, in the arts like you do in the painting, that aspiration is within the, within the pictures that you are creating. I don't draw, I, so, I don't say you draw it, you create them out of your aspiration. I think for the yachting industry, that is very interesting. And absolutely, I see there a connection that needs to make to, to, to be done. And for this purpose as well, with the two pictures behind you, with those two explanations you said about those 
the, the stones that, the, that they are represent, it is a way to follow up as well beside all the other things as well. I mean, Switzerland or it doesn't matter where you are, arts can be sent all over the world. But if someone wants to have something from you, a painting from you, an art from you, how do they find you? The best is to find me on Facebook. And so you find me with Oliver Jan Daniel Hoyas. It's quite a long name, but maybe you can tag me on the video so they can find me easily. Um, because I would love to talk to you first. I always like to connect to my to people that are interested in my art because I want to know more about them. I want to know what they are feeling, what attracted them to my art. And I, was, I also want to make sure that my art goes to people that really appreciate it. That's really important for me, right? So I think that's the best. Mm -hmm. So if you just connect to me and we have a conversation, I would love to know more about you. The second option is if you want to just have a look and you're a little bit shy and you don't want to immediately contact me, you can go to my website, which is oliverhoyas.com. And maybe you can tag that as well. Yeah, but that's how you can find me. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, for the listeners and viewers, you will see all over here, as you have recognized already, some information like a website about the Facebook and also some painting pictures and so that you cannot miss oliver we're gonna make sure that you get the connections or the connectability for you mm -hmm. that you can reach out to get your art in that way that you want it that the purpose that you are looking for is combined with the purpose of the artist oliver hoyas and i think that's a very important point also that people know how to get to your contact and get mm -hmm. to your arts by the end mm -hmm. now as you know it's a very difficult time and for many people they are struggling still and have businesses or want to start a business or have a problem with their businesses what would you advise be for them in the art industry on how to approach those difficult times because specifically the people artists or yeah um it's a very good question. I mean, I was on a business event, Business Mastery, and he was talking how hard it is actually to build a business. And I heard that before. So, yeah, I understand that point. On the other hand, I still think if you really believe, if you really, really believe that this is your thing and you want to make it happen and, and there is no way out, you basically burn the boats, how they say, then you would need to take massive action. And how I did it is I got a coach. I got a personal coach because programs, they help. They give you, give you great insights. But for me, everything changed when I really committed. So I, I paid something, right? That's often when you, when you pay something, when you yeah, give money for, or you, like let's say sacrifice money for something, it, you have a bigger commitment to it. So that's what I did. I got this personal coach and that's really when everything changed for me. And that after two, three months, I was already able to quit my job. And I'm not saying that happens to everyone because I think I really prepared with practicing and getting better in painting and everything all those years. Mm -hmm. And then I was just ready for it. I was ready to go for it. And people already saw my things, but this is really what I recommend to everyone to, to get a personal coach and really get a step-by-step -step plan, how to approach your business and how to get to the next level. Got it. Thank you very much. And well, 
we are coming to the end slowly. Time is running out very quick, mm -hmm. but we can catch up another time as well, because I think there is a lot of other information that you can share to the audience for another time, which will make it hopefully curious for you listeners and viewers that you don't skip all the informations and just keep going listening to what I'm bringing out to you. Now, thank you very much, Oliver Hoyas. It was amazing talking to you. And I want to give you the last words before we wrap it up. What is it else other than you have already told to the audience that you want to give? That's a nice question. <laughs> I want to, I would say it's important to, you know, to work hard and to put your everything into whatever you do. But at the same time, we always need to find time to enjoy and appreciate the simple things in life, right? To just look out the window and appreciate the, the sun, the birds, the nature. And yeah, and I think art is as well something that we can appreciate. It's something, actually, it's sometimes very simple. It's a painting, right? But to just take, take a moment, to take a moment out of our busy lives because I know how it is when you're busy. I have the same. We get caught up in thoughts and things we need to do. And to just take a moment to stop and look at something and appreciate the simple things and be grateful for what we have. I think this is really something I want to leave pe people with. Very valuable, especially nowadays. Mm -hmm. We also don't forget that the little things are those things that makes us happy more than the big things, typically. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. I'm honored to have you had on my show, hopefully not the last time. Mm -hmm. And for the listeners and viewers, take care. Stay safe in this time as well. Make sure that you do what you love to do. And if you want to start a business, work hard, be persistent. If you want to have an art, there you are. Oliver Hoyas, thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Bye.